Hi, everybody. This is Daniel Mulligan, and welcome to yet another episode as part of the Entrepreneurial Edition of Beyond the Present podcast. My name is Daniel Mulligan, and today we're talking about the issue of focus and avoiding distractions. You see, distractions are all around us. Take a look around, whether it's in your phone, on television, around you, the billboards, whether you're outside, you're inside, the world literally nowadays is more distracted than ever thanks to the technologies that are available and our smartphones simply don't make them any easier. Now, the problem with, you know, uh, being always distracted is that oftentimes when you are distracted from your tasks, it's often a lot easier to get somehow no task done and then come back later, spend twice as much time to get that task done and realize, you know what? Every single time I want to get started with this new task, I'm supposed to lose a lot of time just to get, you know, back on track. And that simple approach can be avoided if you remain steadfast and focused on your tasks. And today, of course, I want to take, you know, this whole uh, concept of focus and concentration and try to somehow make it more realistic and practical because I really believe that we need a new approach towards avoiding distractions and remaining focused in a world where every single one of us is on our smartphone almost all the time. So in the past, let's say in the 20th century, uh, we had a lot of great ways to avoid distractions. For example, if you remember like in the 70s and 80s, it would have said like, all right, just unplug your phone and start working. Well, those days are somehow gone. We no longer have to, you know, basically unplug our phone to avoid basically answering our phones or conversations. Instead, we simply cannot literally unblock ourselves from anything. Because now with the, you know, the prevalence of internet everywhere, there's almost no way for us to say, okay, I'm going to be fully disconnected because by doing so, you will then somehow fall behind dramatically in almost all areas of life and you simply can't afford it. So such approaches generally are very short lasting and oftentimes not very successful in terms of preventing yourself from getting distracted. I mean, you can turn off your phone for just, you know, maybe a couple of hours, maybe a few days even. But in the end, you got to get back on, you know, track, you got to do your stuff. So you will need the internet, you have to, you know, get back online. And that's boom, when all the notifications start hitting you. And then it becomes almost impossible to stay focused. So I really don't want to talk about how to be focused by removing the distractions, because I believe that that's almost impossible at this point, given the fact that we are seeing all sorts of notifications and alerts and messages literally jumping at us. And now with social media and instant messaging, that's even worse. So instead of trying to actually block the distractions, today I I would like to propose a novel approach to focus, to concentration, and uh, to somehow avoiding all distractions. And that is to take a look at this concept a bit differently. You see, a lot of the times people are complaining like, you know what, Dan, I'm at my office and I'm trying to do my stuff. And then, you know, I get a lot of messages. I got to answer them. And then I go on social media to check my, you know, feed. And then boom, after, (laughs) before you know it, I've actually lost two hours on my phone and I haven't gotten a single task done. You see, in this situation, you cannot tell this business executive to just you know, plug the, the phone out of the, you know, the socket and just don't use any of these devices because he works with the internet. He works with communication. He works with the phone and you can't tell him to just simply go offline because that's part of the job. So in this situation, you instead want to change the perspective of that business executive to look at this issue differently. For example, a lot of times people complain, man, I'm getting distracted. 
Maybe you're a student right now studying for your major in college. Maybe you are currently a language learner. Maybe you're currently you know, running your own business. Perhaps, I don't know, you're、uh, traveling all the time. In reality, when you want to ask yourself the question of distraction, just ask yourself this question What are these things that I supposedly assume are distracting me are actually distracting me from? The problem is this a lot of the times we blame the distractors, you know, the, the rings, the jings, the bings, I don't know, the notifications, messages, but we don't really take the time to ask ourselves, well, If I'm not going to be spending my time answering these messages and、uh, I don't know, checking the social media feed that I have, or I don't know, trying to go online and surf a little bit, the question is if you don't do any of these things, what are you going to be doing instead? And ironically, a lot of the times people are not quite clear on what they should be doing at that time. So they blame the notifications and the alerts and all the distractors in their environment. Where in fact, what they should be blaming is their lack of clear, cohesive goal and direction. You see, you simply cannot remove yourself from the distractors in your environment. No matter how hard you try, it's simply in the end, it's going to be fruitless because that's not how we live in the modern world. It is simply impossible to go offline for too long because even if you're off the radar for a while, still, once you come back, all of those messages got to be responded, especially if you work in business, if you're an entrepreneur, if you deal with people, then you probably can't somehow get off the hook. You have to respond to all these emails, the correspondence. You should return the phone calls and the messages and so on. So, You cannot really go off the radar for a while、uh, and then not have to deal with all the extra tasks when you come back. So, the more efficient approach in this regard is not to avoid this, the distractors in your environment because that's futile, but instead try to concentrate on what you actually should be doing and have a clear idea of what your time should be spent on. Because that, unfortunately, is what most of us lack. So, we have like a, you know, a somehow basic idea of what we should be doing. Like, yeah, I know I should be perhaps working on my thesis right now, basically, or I should perhaps call more clients, or I should perhaps, I don't know, do my taxes, or perhaps I should, you know, do this and that. So, we have, a, you know, a basic idea of what we should be doing, like what the main task is that we are supposed to be doing. But unfortunately, we never get down to the details of how exactly we should spend our time doing it. Which is why today I'm recommending you to start using、uh, basically various forms of planning apps. Of course, you can simply use your phone and your calendar to put them in your calendar. But ultimately, by giving specific plan as what you should be doing on a minute by minute basis, I literally use the word minute here,、uh, perhaps 2 30 to 2 45, I'll be answering all of my emails. 2.45 to 3.15, perhaps, I'll be making all the phone calls. From 3.15 to perhaps,、uh, let's say, 4, I'll be doing these meetings. So the key here is knowing exactly what you're supposed to be doing on a minute by minute, an hour by hour basis, is what you should be focused on instead of trying to remove the distractors. Because once your brain is programmed by what it should be doing, It becomes a lot easier to avoid distractions. However, if, a if your brain has a vague idea of what we should be doing, I mean, calling some clients or doing a little bit of studying, for example, in this major or perhaps going for a meeting, once you have a vague plan, obviously distractions becomes, become a lot easier to you know, somehow overtake you and to、uh, prevent you from remaining focused. For that reason, today I'm encouraging you to 
Focus on doing the things that you know you should be doing and creating a clear, specific plan of their accomplishment. Because if you don't do that, obviously, you will have some kind of problem in the end, and that is having vague, fuzzy ideas of what you should be doing, right? So that's the first step to avoiding distractions in your environment. Secondly, it's about your emotional and physical condition. You see, it's not going to surprise you to know that if you are perhaps not well-rested, emotionally unstable, or perhaps you feel like that you haven't really uh, gotten, you know, had a couple of good days and you're in a very bad mood, it's a lot easier to want to spend a couple of minutes or even hours fooling around on social media and just seeing what's going on because you don't, you don't feel very motivated. You're not highly energetic and you're not, you know, you're not physically capable of maintaining your focus for too long because physically you're tired, you're fatigued or you're upset or you're hurt. So the next step in focus is to actually take a bigger, you know, much more wider approach towards your life and ask yourself, am I living the kind of life that tends to minimize negative stress, offers enough, basically, uh, stimulation and excitement for me to be, you know, somehow engaged with my work, and at the same time, I'm well-rested, I'm well-exercised, and I'm in good physical condition? Because as I've already mentioned many times, Success in all areas of life is only 50% about your psychology, the way you think, and the way you plan. The other half is your body. Most of us, unfortunately, whether entrepreneurs or you know otherwise, we tend to assume that success only happens in your head. Like those who are successful, let's say in academia or in business or in, I don't know, arts, these are the people who have it you know, right in their head. But understand that success in any field It's not just about your head. It's about your entire body. And a lot of the times, people who tend to be distracted oftentimes blame the fact that, oh, I have just so much to do and all those things. And they forget the fact that when you are, for example, not well-rested, your executive functions are not as, you know, up to par, if you will. When you are not well-rested and you're tired and fatigued, like you wake up in the morning like, oh, gosh, not another Monday. In that situation, it's very hard to be, you know, interested in anything really because your brain needs rest and therefore cannot deal with the tasks that require you to, you know, use your willpower. Many research uh, in, the, you know, in academia have proven that when we are not physically in a good shape, we are far more likely to give in to temptations. We are far less likely to exercise willpower and our level of discipline as well as concentration, comes down. So right now, think of the last time you were not feeling very well, not highly energetic. You probably didn't have a good sleep the night before and you weren't, you know, perhaps you hadn't left your house for a long time. That's even more likely nowadays due to the pandemic. And just describe your feeling at that moment. Did you, did you like really feel like you wanted to just sit there and do a lot of, you know, math drills or learn new words in Mandarin Chinese or perhaps do your thesis, make a list of all of your business goals or try to organize your uh, basically tax documents? Probably no. Probably at that time, he's like, oh, man, I'm feeling like hell. Oh, check out, the, check out this video on, on, for example, I don't know, Facebook. It's so funny. Ha, ha, ha. Why? Because when you are not in a good physical and uh, basically bodily condition, you generally do not have enough mental power to exert focus 
and discipline on your work, which is why the second step to avoiding distraction is actually to look at your body and, of course, emotional stability. I'm sorry if you just had a terrible emotional experience because of a breakup or, I don't know, a, a major fight with your boss. Obviously, that negative mood is not going to help you in staying focused. I mean, that thought keeps, you know, coming in and getting distracted from your focus and from your thoughts. And of course, you can't really get the job done. So the third step is to ask yourself, what are some of the things that are causing me emotional difficulties on a consistent basis? I mean, everybody could be a little bit upset when they hear some bad news. But if you feel like that certain emotional, uh, basically, patterns that are negative in nature are being repeated in your life, then perhaps it's time to take a good look at yourself and your relationships. Why is it that every time you see your boss, you feel angry? Why is it that you're still with that, let's say, husband or wife that is making your life miserable? Why is it that you perhaps should maybe consider changing the place that you work or the country that you live in? I mean, if certain things are causing you emotional angst on a very regular basis, I mean, don't you think it's time to somehow remove them from your life, replace them, or at least fix them? Maybe you don't have to get a divorce, but perhaps you should have a very you know, serious conversation with your spouse and say, honey, I'm experiencing a lot of stress because of this and this and this. And if we want to have a good marriage, we got to have to work on it. Maybe you have to perhaps go out and talk to your boss, say, you know what, boss? I really feel like I'm not appreciated here and I don't feel like I've gotten you know, the, the amount of salary that I deserve. And that is making me disengaged at work. Because ultimately, if you're holding on to negative emotions, not only that will actually harm your body, but it takes away your ability to focus. Think about those who are generally considered to be depressed. I know a lot of them, trust me. And such people, they all have one thing in common. They are unable to focus for a long time. In my career, I've dealt with all sorts of people from various you know, uh, nationalities and from all walks of life, as, as well as ages. And I realized one thing that unhappy people have in common, almost all unhappy, depressed, or even occasionally suicidal people have in common, is their inability to stay focused on what they're doing now. So they are here with you, but they're remembering how that person hurt them, or how their life is miserable, or how unhappy they are with their lives. You see... All unhappy people have this trait in common. They cannot focus on what they are doing at the moment. So their mind is, you know, in most cases, actually focused on uh, the pain of the past or the worries of the future, but rarely focus on what they're doing. And guess what happens? If you're not focused on what you're doing, the chances are you won't do a good job. And that will, unfortunately, only make things worse. So... The ultimate solution for us is to understand the importance of focus, not only for productivity, but also for happiness and to learn from those who failed and not to make the same mistake again. So for today, as I've already pointed out, we need to take a look at this issue. What can you do to, first of all, focus on the tasks that you know you should be doing, make them organized, clear, and right in front of you, ideal with the help of planning and adding them to your calendar? What can you do to take care of your body, your physical shape? How can you sleep better at night? Perhaps you should stop watching TV or something at night because maybe the the light emitted by the screens will make it hard for you to sleep at night. 
Perhaps you'd stop, I don't know, uh, the bad habits of, uh, I don't know, having junk food or energy drinks or too much caffeine at night so you can actually have a better sleep at night. Or maybe just go for a, you know, very relaxing walk. And emotionally, what can you do to remove the sources of those negative emotions that will prevent you from being focused on the task? Because as we mentioned earlier, this is not just about your productivity. It isn't just about your success at work. And obviously, it is not just for the entrepreneurs. It's for everyone. Everyone would like to be happier. Everyone would like to be able to get you know, the best job done. And more importantly, everyone would like to avoid being you know, down deep in your sorrows of the past or the worries of the future. This is not just about success. It is also about happiness. And the key to that is learning the skill of focus and concentration. It's almost, you know, like meditation, actually. I mean, if you think about like things like meditation and yoga, what they really do is they bring your focus to the present moment. Now, there are some unhealthy ways to do that. Namely, I don't know, uh, let's say uh, excessive usage of alcohol, drug abuse. And there are many other ways to get your focus in the present and now. But in most cases, those are unhealthy, if not illegal. So by learning to take control of your focus and attention, not only you will actually get you know, your job done at a far superior level, you actually ensure a higher level of happiness and engagement with life. And you avoid the traps of depression, which is pretty much the inability to focus on the present moment and being focused on what happened in the past or excessive worry. Again, not being able to focus on the present moment and just worrying about all the possible, uh, basically, challenges of the future. So by trying to implement these three strategies that I gave you today, hopefully this is going to help you to uh, change your approach towards uh, avoiding distractions in the, you know, in the old-fashioned way of just block all the distractors and instead take a more proactive approach to ensure that you will remain focused for the long haul. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for. Thank you very much for tuning in. And of course, we'll have more programs coming right up, hopefully in our future episodes. And that's all the time we have for. Have a good one. And this was Beyond the Present Podcast.